To me, magic is hope. It's joy. It's pure, pure passion. It's a feeling that we can create a better earth. It's the sparkle behind people's eyes. Magic is that secret ingredient to getting through those tougher days, and it's the thing that makes dreams actually seem possible. Welcome to an absolute passion project of mine, a collection of conversations telling the stories of people making magic real. Hello and welcome to the fourth episode of Making Magic Real. (laughs) I'm so excited today. Again, I absolutely just love podcasting and I love editing the chats and I just love sitting down and chatting with people to record the chats and I love planning the questions. And yeah, this is just like a whole new part of my life where I just feel so fulfilled and so happy. (laughs) So today I'm so excited to be sharing a chat with Freya. We have followed each other for quite a while now on Instagram so it was just so exciting to be able to actually get to meet in person and she really is just you know how sometimes you have people on Instagram or I know I have in the past and I've we've followed each other for ages and like you meet in real life and they may be like a bit different to how you expect. Freya is just exactly as she is online in the sense of like her she's just so genuine and authentic and like cheeky and friendly and I love the way she self-analyzes and yeah she's just a really beautiful being she is really the embodiment of a true nature fairy spirit and I love how her life is devoted to empowering others through self-love and really encouraging others to getting back in touch with their body and they can process trauma and their emotions through the power of movement such as dance and soon to be yoga. I love the way too that she uses her own life experiences as a tool for transformation and inspiration and alongside all of those wonderful things she also has a poetry book called Chrysalis and she also has a YouTube channel which is starting to evolve in a way that I'm just so excited for so she's starting to go into more creative short films and I feel like there's just going to be so much magic in that so yeah I'm really excited let's jump into today's chat (laughs) welcome Freya to episode four of making magic real Hello, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. Same, I'm so keen. <laughs> I think it's always like it feels so official with all the mics and stuff and then when it starts I'm like, duh. I know, right? I feel like my inner child's just fully just like, hello, let's be silly. Yeah. Like, just like not taking it, not, not taking it seriously, but like I know unable mean. to be like, hello and welcome back. Yeah, you know, like... But I feel like we're both quite similar in that way, so... I think so. It's, it's, a, it's a mix. Oh, the dog. Okay. Hello, dog. Oh, we have so a really cute. cute dog, so we're currently oh. recording this at an Airbnb in Bangalore, and there's this really sweet dog that was just, like, checking in to say hello yeah. for the start of the podcast. He's like a little ginger dog with, like, yeah. a little, little white snoot. <laughs> so cute. He's so sweet. Oh. Yeah, I'm currently doing, like, a working holiday around Northern Rivers in Bangalore, but you've just moved back from Western Australia. Yeah. yeah. So if you'd like to tell us What's how you happen? ended up back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so I've, I was living in the Northern Rivers for about a year and a half, maybe maybe two years before I went back to WA. Um, was here throughout all the Rona shenanigans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and I basically went back because my boyfriend went back over there. Um, he was struggling over here a little bit so I went back to be with him for six months and I also had a yoga teacher training that I was doing yes how was that it was awesome like it was it was really beautiful I'm doing like a 10 month one so it finishes in June but at the moment we're on the final stretch where we're just kind of like 
doing practice classes and playing around with it but it's been really good like it, it, I felt like it came really effortlessly both into my life and to me like yeah. when I am teaching um, I feel like I find it quite like natural I suppose to drop in and like to drop into that space of maybe leadership or mm. gentleness as well so I really loved it and the yoga that I've kind of been learning has been yin and hatha I mean gentle oh, hatha so both quite you know nourishing gentle flows yeah. like I'm not really too active as a person so yeah. some of the other I yogas find, don't really yeah. suit me <laughs> I find like I'm definitely a mix my mum does mainly hatha and yeah. like when I was starting yoga it was just just so weak like weak wrists you know mm. weak ankles mm-hmm. and like that gentleness really helped build strength over time mm. like I feel like doing it slowly is like and gently is like how it should be done yeah until you build up a bit of strength and then can drop in a power class every now and yeah. then but yeah. I feel like the gentleness is like so grounding yeah I mm. totally agree with that as well I mean the yoga that I've been learning has actually just been called the functional flow um, oh, and nice. it's been a combination of all those and it's basically like a way to build strength in the body and to give back to the body and we work a lot with like fascia and um we work a lot with like what positions are going to nourish certain things and yeah it's been really awesome to do rather than just an aesthetic yoga practice yeah so yeah and I've been at the school with this particular teacher for like three years so I just I oh just beautiful love her, like. yeah <laughs> it's like little yeah. second family <laughs> yeah exactly and like yeah it's kind of where I started my yoga and meditation journey at that school so it feels really awesome to be um learning their framework mm. as well because it's something I really find she's made with integrity and yep. something that I really resonate with so exciting yeah but I'm back now um yeah. and I'm living in the hills and with a bunch of girlfriends of mine and it just feels so juicy and yummy past few months I've obviously just been in WA I was living quite rurally and didn't have a lot of my girlfriends with me so it feels so nice to be back and it's such a cute house it like, is it's so like sweet yeah. cows <laughs> shitting in the lawn cafe sorry yes. I, <laughs> I would say like it can swear mouth. in context so yeah okay cool <laughs> I swear this happens on every podcast I'm on like I'll just swear and I'll be like is that okay <laughs> <laughs> sorry, not sorry. Yeah. <laughs> this is what happens <laughs> So before we jump in to like just diving into your magic, so I feel like you put a lot of magic into the world, like we're sharing your dance and like just like really empowering people through claiming back their body mm-hmm. and you share art and like self-love. And I'd really like to, before we like jump into all the magical side of things, just if you'd like to overview where your different streams of income come from with your job, because I feel like that's just nice to know, like it's beautiful to talk about all the magical things, mm. but when people are like oh how can I bring my passions into like really doing that full time yeah I think it's really important to acknowledge like you need to diversify your income like it's really hard to actually work and just get one single job with one single income Mm. when you're working for yourself Mm -hmm. um yes if you just like to overview yeah yeah I really love this question because um I think we should all just talk about finance more often because it's something that affects all of us so deeply and People are shy about talking about it. So basically, I've got a, I've got a fair few different streams of income and mm-hmm. I really like that I've set it up that way. It gives me a lot of freedom and it gives me a lot of freedom to leave things, making kind of stagnant income, if that's the right word, when I'm not like putting much into it at that time. Like and passive then passive income? Yeah, passive yeah. income. I was trying to find that word. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then do something else, something that's passionate for me at that moment. So my main streams of income are I get YouTube AdSense money. That's a monthly payment. It's not an awful lot. I also get YouTube and Instagram sponsorship money. 
Um, I'm sure we all know yeah. about that nowadays. <laughs> like it's not um, brand spanking new anymore. <laughs> so I get that. Those are like one side of my job, which yep. is like the more social media side of stuff. Sometimes I do a little bit of freelance modeling as well. As well as that, I also have my book, my poetry book, Chrysalis. I honestly don't promote it as much as I feel like I probably could. So that's yeah. kind of a little bit to the side, but also was really relevant for me at that time when I released it. I've also got my course, The Love Club. Also have... What else do I have? I've got a print shop coming up that's going to bring some income in as well. I also do workshops and retreats. Obviously not so much retreats nowadays, but um, I did a few in 2019, 2020 that I really loved and I can't wait to get back into them. So I did those. Occasionally dance workshops and I feel like there's something else, but it has slipped my brain. So <laughs> I think that's incredible though too, because it kind of makes you, like if you're just relying on one thing, it becomes a bit fragile. So yeah. it's like if you kind of can be like super adaptable yeah. when you have so many skill sets as yeah. well and like different ways of earning income. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, and that's something that really became apparent to me. It's kind of like what we were talking about before in the coffee shop. It's like when there's so much pressure, in particular if you're a social media quote unquote content creator Mm. it's like there's a lot of pressure to have your engagement up and your followers up and be getting good likes and stuff like that and that just like my mental health just did not fuck with that yeah Um, and that's one reason that I've really kind of stepped away from um, doing sponsorships on YouTube and stuff is that like you'd have to like literally barter your worth with people like based on how many people are watching and liking and interacting with your video be very draining too yeah I I think I did find it quite draining it took a lot of the joy out of it for me because I was constantly worried about like will this video perform rather than do I enjoy creating this yeah yeah a lot of like unnecessary pressure you're like be gone with that (laughs) yeah exactly and that's why I think it is such a good thing to diversify that income Mm. and I think that everything in life is better with diversity nature like everything that's what it is and so with all these things that you do I imagine there's a like a common thread so like what's your why that threads all these together and why they're in your life interesting I think Mm. I think my the why like speaking about term in terms of like passion and purpose I suppose like my why is like everything that I feel like I do is for my younger self so I really struggled a lot with insecurity growing up because of various traumas that happened to me and just because I just didn't have many friends or support or anything And and it was really deep and really impacted me and I think the things that I do are the things that have helped me be where I am now. And when I think back on where I was when I was like, God, 15, 16, 17, even mm. 18, it's like so much has changed for me. And I think that my why is constantly just like a, a need and a desire to lift others up because I know what it's like to be in that place. And it, I just don't think anyone should ever have to be there. So I hope that answers your yeah, question. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> I, yeah, I really yeah. love that. Like I always think of that, like whenever I do things, I go even like it's mentally sending myself back to that mm. like part of me that was struggling like when you were younger I'm just like it's gonna be okay you got this yeah and I feel like then in the future like when you hit those little points it's like because already in the future something's coming back to you saying you've got this like it's gonna be okay yeah but yeah if you can create that for other people too like life complete exactly it's like that's what yeah. more is there yeah. really. that's just that's so enough and so perfect so I think that is my main drive and as well connection to nature has always been huge for me that's yeah. like probably my most important value 
I value nature above anything else. So mm. I feel like those two little threads are what makes me me and what makes me do all the things that I do yeah. in all of the different forms that it comes out in. And it is really magical. Like yeah. even not having met you in person till literally now. Yeah. It's just like even your online presence, like you can feel that magical energy. Like mm. it's really authentic. It's really beautiful. Thank yeah. you. It means a lot. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> you can feel it from you as well, from your art. Like I remember when I discovered, this is just going to be a compliment fest right now, but <laughs> when I discovered your art, I was like entranced by how much detail there was and how everything swirled into this beautiful drawing. And I was just like, I was like taken by it. I was Thank like, you. I, could, I could swim in this like drawing. I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, no, I feel like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it, yeah. yeah. Thank you, Circle. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'd really love to dive in today to your, I guess your practice with dance. Like, I really, I love your dancing videos. Mm. And I, I think, like, a lot of people, like, I really relate to that, like, freedom of expression. Like, mm. I love dancing and I know, like, how powerful that is. It can just make you feel amazing. Like, mm. you're having a bad day and you might force yourself to dance and it just, like, sheds off mm-hmm. things. But where did like your journey with discovering like how like moving your body like made you like heal and release and feel really good? Like where did that start and where did that come from? Yeah, gosh, there's so many different points that I could say it started at because I feel like it has just been something that's followed me through life. Yeah. But I feel like the real deep passion with dance started after I graduated high school because in high school I did dance and I just was like oh I can't get the moves right I'm a shit dancer like you know the typical stuff that everyone goes through and I feel like what made me rediscover that passion or discover that passion was this one night like keeps um niggling at my brain and I'm just love a brain niggle yeah yeah I know go listen to them when they come they get really like tap 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 you're like I'm getting there god it's like hello talk about me um so yeah there was this one night where I I had a panic attack um, I was going on a first date with a boy that I really liked. Oh. Um, <laughs> it was huge for me. I'd never been asked on a date before. I was like, oh, my God, someone likes me. Um, but, yeah, I was about to go on a date and I had to cancel it because I oh was so, so scared that this person was going to assault me. Like, that was just oh my, my fear. God. And um, I remember... I had this really cathartic dance experience where I put on um, Fuck You by Lily <laughs> Allen. And I remember just dancing what felt like a tantrum. Like I was just like stomping and I was home alone. So I was screaming yeah. and like just like yelling out like, Fuck you, <laughs> like singing. And, and, and I really realised in that moment like how much you can shift and move mm. during dance. And, and, and from there, so many different other experiences have really shown me that dance for me is a form of energy healing sounds a little bit woo woo but oh I agree yeah (laughs) Yeah. it's a form of energy healing and there's so many different avenues of dance that you can explore dance is as diverse as life itself because it is movement which is life anyways Mm. um (laughs) I'm just sprinkling a little bit of deep shit in there for me it was like I can do like a really beautiful graceful dance and feel like I'm connecting to celestial realms and then I can do a really deep earthy dance Mm. and feel like I'm just connecting to my wild woman and then I can do like a full-blown tantrum dance and just be releasing so much anger and and shit from my body and then do another form of dance um like a really silly dance and just Mm. embody fun and joy and I feel like I'm going so on a tangent right now but I I feel like yeah yeah (laughs) love a tangent um I feel like that passion really awoke for me because dance is what allowed me to I say it like 
when I dance, I embody and I am inside every single cell in my body and I can mm. feel every single part of me wake up and be almost with my heart and with my spirit as I'm dancing and as like a sexual assault survivor like mm. it can be so difficult to be fully in your body it's uncomfortable to be present in your body because there's so much shit mm. sitting there and for me when I was able to just let go fully and totally be free in my body and totally embody a spirit in my body it was revolutionary because because it was almost like I was reclaiming every single part of my body and being like actually this is mine and I can dance in this Mm. and no one can stop me from doing that so I think it was a journey of both energy healing and passion and empowerment so beautiful too because like I feel like if you had like have had sexual assault it's like you you do numb out and Mm. like it's like creating those like connections again within your body to mm-hmm. like access feeling through dance yeah so, I yeah. love that move you just did it was oh. like, <laughs> I do that one all the time like a like a ripple out from your heart yeah yeah and the arm moves. it's so beautiful and I just wanted to point that yep. out but yeah dance has just been so so healing probably one of mm-hmm. the the most healing practices I've ever had dance has been the tip top number one yeah <laughs> and I feel like it's just so limitless as well it like is. and I feel like it's like it's one of those things like music is the same and then music and dance combined like you don't need a language Mm-mm. like I love festivals and there's like lots of different people who don't speak the same language you can just meet them on the dance floor and have this like amazing connection mm-hmm. with no words because yeah. it says so much like it's so expressive you can communicate through dance yeah. like there have been occasions in my life where I've not had the words for things when talking to people <laughs> and I just do an action or like a dance and they're like oh I actually in some ways understand what you're saying yeah. <laughs> you know Courtney and I have that a lot we're like we'll just be saying fragments of words whilst doing these really big arm gestures and I remember like other friend was like what do you two just say and we just like we're like oh we know we've had like a whole conversation we're speaking <laughs> just, in a different language yeah <laughs> just fragments. yeah yeah I yeah. fully agree it's pretty powerful stuff really cool and it is limitless and and I feel I feel limitless when I dance as well especially like I was talking to my roommate Nin last night and just saying to her like when I dance like if I'm dancing to a song that takes me over rather than emotion I turn invisible and just dance the shapes that I hear in the music yeah yeah Yeah. I feel that too yeah yeah it's pretty it's pretty bloody awesome yeah <laughs> and I feel like it, it's something like takes over almost like uh-huh. I find like it's like sometimes I have moves come out I'm like whoa where did that come from but it's like it's just that energy coming through like channeling through you through the music or whatever and your emotions just like forms a body mm. in a, yeah in a completely mm-hmm. different way yeah it's just so mm. amazing it's just, oh my god I could talk about it forever <laughs> and, and when you think about it as well like every for my for the best of my knowledge every culture on earth has a deep lineage of dance practice yep Celtic culture, indigenous culture, they yeah. all have dance. Yeah. So for people who perhaps have that thing of like feeling like oh, I'm a bad dancer or you know they feel like I can't dance perfectly or maybe they've had an assault and they just like want to mm-hmm. get in touch with their body, like how can you start to embody that or like get out of your mind? Because mm-hmm. I feel like that's a big thing for a lot of people is like separating getting out of your mind to getting into your body. Yeah, there's a few different things. Firstly, like the logical side of stuff, what is a bad dancer? Like if can you tell me right yeah. now what a bad dancer is? What does that look like? It doesn't. 
it doesn't. There's no yeah. such thing. Is it someone that's out of time? Maybe they're just having a goof. Maybe but I love that. If I see people like just like just having a time, it's like inspiring. I'm like, you're I having agree. fun. I'm like, I want to go do that. And I like pick up some little like just wacky music. Yeah. Like, Thank you. That's amazing. I agree. <laughs> and I always do that as well. If I get in my head when I'm dancing, I will purposefully make myself look like a dickhead just to remind myself who, who actually cares if you look yeah. like a dickhead. And think about how much you worry about what you look like. Versus how much you worry about what other people look like. Mm. And it's like, I don't think anyone has the time to worry about what you look like. So if you're you're worried about what people are going to think of you, like, there's honestly no need to. So Mm. I think logically knowing that there's no such thing as a bad dance. And somatically speaking, my favorite way to get out of my head and into my body is to do really slow, either really slow sensual movement Mm. or really goofy, wild dickhead movement one extreme or the other yeah one or the other and when i talk about the sensual movement i mean like wriggling every single finger Mm. wriggling every single toe and just like learning and rediscovering what it actually feels like to be everywhere in your body and this is something i do in my workshops i always introduce a very slow grounded movement to be like Mm. this is what your body feels like like there's no need to just feel like you have to launch straight into like level 10 ballet or whatever yeah. <laughs> like you can literally just wriggle your fingers and that is dance mm. walking is dance everything is dance anyways and the other extreme is like dancing like a dickhead I often encourage people to do that in my workshops as well it's like if you ever get in your head just dance like a dickhead mm. because it's so um giddy and childlike and freeing because you look at a little kid and they dance like who who knows what's going on i in, love some of that little children's yeah. moves they're, they're literally priceless so I know, right? and it's like they're just having fun and it's totally okay to be silly it's great to be silly yeah and um this quote by dr seuss which is super overused those who mind no, those, oh my gosh, those who matter don't mind and those who mind don't matter. So mm. I think bringing in all of that sentiment, and I know it is a lot easier said than done because when you feel those like really anxious feelings, it can be so hard to drop into body and get rid of them. I think if you are struggling with those anxious feelings when you go to move, do the really slow movements and mm. just know that even if you only wiggle your arms like, two centimeters today that's a dance and that's a huge thing to celebrate even having like a little shake yeah like mum got me on two they did like yes. and there's a whole shaking yoga festival or something yeah shaking just medicine shaking your entire yep. body yep. and like it's just a nice way to just like jiggle yourself around yeah and just makes you feel so silly because you're shaking your entire being yeah yeah <laughs> i do that one as well there's actually a lot of research into trauma and how shaking can work with trauma um mm. my therapist actually got me onto really? that yeah i will have to tell you a resource about it because i can't remember it off the top my head now but my therapist got onto it and said that when you have anxiety and stuff you can literally shake it off like you can literally just shake and it's really crazy imagine that if you're going for like a really serious job interview and like in the waiting room there's like 10 other people like in the movies and then just like shaking around (laughs) the person comes out like next and they just like close the door they're like okay that's my ideal world (laughs) everyone's shaking all the time yeah 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 Yeah, i guess those would be my two tips is like a, the slow sensual movement and B, dancing like a dickhead or shaking around. Just yeah. like being silly with it because it's not serious at the end of the day. You're not like, and even if you were going on to a, like an international dance competition, like <laughs> just get ca- up there and shake. Yeah, who cares if you win or lose, you know? It just doesn't matter. What matters is that you're having fun and feeling yeah. your body and enjoying it. Yeah, I really like that. And I always like to think too of like, 
if there's a moment that scares you, I think a mum told me this on like going forward 20 years and thinking like how much is that moment going to matter in 20 years wow. time. So it just gives you a bit of like a reality check all the time of like how many moments back, you know, 10 years yeah. ago, five years ago, you were like so stressed and you were like, I can't do this. And like, you don't even think about it now. Yeah. And just reminding yourself oh and getting God. into that state. And then yeah. you're like, oh, I'm fine. Because mm-hmm. me in the future is just happy. chilling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Legit. That's a very interesting sentiment as well because you just got me thinking about like all the times I was stressed during like my year 12 exams. And it's like, oh, yeah. I look back on that and I'm like, what is that? <laughs> I know. What were you, I like literally made myself sick in year 12 mm. exams because I was so stressed. Yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, oh that whip bird was so, so beautiful. Cool. I love the birds. It's right here. outside the, the window. A bit of podcast background music. Yeah, a bit of ambiance. Yeah. <laughs> It's so cute. So I'd love to talk about self-love and different expressions of self-love. So I see like from what you post, like you have like visual art and like writing (laughs) and poetry as well. And as we're talking about before, I really love the concept of slow social media as a Mm -hmm. form of self-love. So would you like to have a bit of a talk on that? Because I feel like social media gets such a bad rap. Mm. and such a bad tool and it does have a lot of negative impacts like people overuse it and they use it for the wrong reasons but it is also a really beautiful tool like we wouldn't be sitting here today and I've met so many friends through Instagram Mm, and made like maintained so many connections Mm. so I'd love you to talk about uh, I guess a healthier way of using social media through slowing it down for me I totally agree with that testament that Sentiment, sentimony, test, whatever. Testimony. I, 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 I totally agree with what you were saying that social media can be detrimental, but I also do see so much good and so much beauty mm. from it. And I think that that's something that I am in particular definitely super grateful about my account is that like, I've just got the most beautiful community of fairies and they're all so kind and so sweet to each other. But yeah, so social media, I kind of have got this running idea and philosophy in the back of my mind at the moment about the way that I use social media and I really want to come into a slower framework. So just like I support slow fashion and stuff like that, I feel like there is a way that I'm able to use social media in a more slow way. Mm. (laughs) And for me, that looks like only coming online when I really feel called to share or when I've got something that's just like, you know, when you've got like a creation that's just like, Oh, really wanting to burst out of you yeah. like you're so passionate about it that you just cannot hold it in your heart so really really um being intentional with social media and coming on there when i've got something like that to share or when i've got something beautiful like a beautiful moment or a vulnerable moment you know and really making sure that i use social media for those ways and this kind of came to me because i got to a point with social media like how i was mentioning before with the sponsorships and stuff where i was just creating content not that wasn't authentic to me but content that i created with the intention to keep my views up or to keep active because i felt some pressure to do that and i feel like that's very common with people who are um on the social media space for work or that are sharing their creations on there and stuff like Mm. that there's a lot of pressure to keep up with this dang algorithm and the way that it changes constantly and for me it just got too much so I kind of just had this little breakdown and I was like okay you know what this needs to change Mm. so where I'm at with that is the way that I use social media as an act of self-love is 
is connecting with accounts that make me feel good, connecting with like accounts of people that are just being really authentic or sharing themselves or sharing little insights or sometimes just really silly accounts that bring me joy that don't mean anything, like people doing random dances and TikTok and stuff, you know, and being really adamant on muting people that make me feel bad about myself, even if it's like someone that I'm generally really inspired by, if I feel... Um, bad about myself when I go on them on Saturday Mm. you know I'm going to mute them on Saturday and then come back to it on Monday and see how I feel Um, and I've done that with a few even friends you know Mm. and it's so random like the way that comparison and and jealousy can pop up and be like hey 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 you thought you were safe have I got this one and it's like (laughs) um I think just really being radically honest with myself Mm. and with those boundaries and being like you know what I don't feel great about this today I'm not going to do it today. Or if I have a post that I really want to share, but I'm having a weird energy day, I'm just not going to go on it. Yeah, I feel that too. Like someone's like, oh, I have something nice to post, but my energy's out. And it's like, I feel like people can feel that, even I though agree. it's not directly, like it's they can still feel the energy behind a post. I and it's, totally agree. Yeah. And what's really interesting is that like when I was, I don't want to say that I was creating posts for engagement, but definitely a part of me felt bad about my posts if they didn't perform well. Mm. And perform well being they didn't get lots of likes or comments or saves or whatever. Mm. Which would be kind of high pressure though when it's also like that ties in with like your income and your job. Um, But I think you need a shift of like everyone changing it to change the whole system of how it goes. I totally agree. And for me it was like, my engagement like just stopped like um in like 2018 or 19 or something and kind yeah. of just plateaued and I, I took that very personally I took that as like a direct attack on my self-worth I think that it people definitely can feel the intention and the energy behind what you put on a hundred percent yeah it's so funny when I actually take the time to take maybe a week off off posting and then I post something that really means a lot to my heart it performs well yeah like even even if I've not been playing by the algorithms rules mm. like the more that I listen to my body and my intentions the more that it impacts people positively. We absorb so much more than I think our brains even like capable of knowing. A hundred percent. And the fact you can absorb someone's energy through a screen, like through a piece of technology, is just mind blowing. Yeah. yeah. And something that um, a teacher that I follow, Natalia Benson, talks about. She she always says humans have a really great bullshit meter, whether they're 100%. aware of it or not. Everyone has a great bullshit meter, and yeah. you can smell it. You can yeah. smell the stinky shit from a mile away. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Whereas if you're just putting out something that you're genuinely passionate about, also you don't care as much if people like mm. it or not because you're like, this is just me, and you know what? Some people aren't going to vibe with it, and that's cool. So I think that I really, I really just love creating this slow framework because for me, and we were talking about this before at the coffee shop, it's like mm. creating a video. It, particular for me, I feel like it um, impacted me on YouTube where I was getting a lot of this kind of self-worth icky stuff. Yeah. Creating a video a week is a lot of dang work. Oh my goodness. Like the same for like, (laughs) I have only doubled in like video editing for like workshop tutorials and my friends and I, like we're doing a pixie magic video and it has honestly taken (laughs) us like, we filmed it in like October or November Mm -hmm. and we're still editing it. I have been a bit slow, but like, I'm like, how do people like produce these types of videos once a week it's beyond me like you'd want to be getting a lot of like revenue of ad debt and stuff because it's going to take up your whole week making it like exactly it's yeah and then to get the quality and to get the magic and the essence in it yeah it can be really difficult to do Mm. and what I found with myself when I was creating these kind of videos 
Oh, moment cute. of silence for the dang wind. <laughs> when I was creating these kinds of videos, for me, like I was just felt so pressured to just churn out content. And mm. I started out creating like one really beautiful video and I was like, oh, I'm so inspired to keep creating. And then slowly it would wean away because I hadn't given myself time to to come back and replenish that creative cup. Mm. And I think that my natural cycle of creativity is longer than a week. Yeah, yeah. I can't create a a five-star video every week. You know, it's just not going to happen. So I think that what I'm doing nowadays is just honestly creating when I feel inspired and just putting it down when I'm not and trusting that whatever, I'm still going to be supported financially. I'm still going to be supported energetically. People still care about my content. And... I just feel so much better when I when I do it like that, mm. you know. Yeah. I think it's a, like I really relate to that because my art is not quick art. Mm. Like it's like the black and white, it's like 30 to 40 hours a piece. The colour then adding is like then 50 to 60 hours. Like it's not a quick art. It's not like a quick little sketch up. No. And like, yeah, when it is such like a fast, I guess. Um, culture. Yeah, fast culture of like demanding content so quick, like so much. Mm-hmm. You have to just like choose your adventure a bit and be like, I'm just going to take the slow route. Yeah. Because it means more too, I think. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I, I totally agree that like social media at the moment is much like a lot of things in the world. Like it's just fast. Mm. It's, it's not so much greedy, but it's just like a very quick turnover, very quick turnovers of relevancy, mm. of engagement periods, of, of, of attention spans. Yeah. That almost ties into as well um, having diversity in your feed and having lots of different people that you follow because you can you can get that content from everyone. Mm. And if everyone's posting once a week yeah. or however many people it is, you're gonna get you're gonna get Sarah posting on Saturday. Yeah. You're gonna get Tom posting on Tuesday, and you're gonna have different content for each day. I love the names. Match I know they just weekdays. Yeah. Wait, I did that. Accidentally. Yeah. Oh my god. Like Tom on Tuesday, Tom Sarah on Saturday, Wendy on Wednesday, yeah, Maria on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like I can't post. Scout me out of it. Yeah. No Jays. Well, I can go on Friday. Yeah. Friday. One day. <laughs> you can only post in June and July. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Um, that suits me well but yeah I feel like if everyone had just stripped it down stripped it down and just been like you know what I don't have to post every bloody day Mm. I don't have to do it and I think that there would also be a lot more room for everyone to share their creations because there's just more space for things to take up more time on the dang platform 100% you know what I mean um I think we're definitely coming back around to that though I think it's really nice you have to have the extremities like we had you know slow slow you know, many, many years ago. Now it's fast, fast. And now mm. it's like you have to go one extreme to the other. Like I've always found that in my life, I have to go one extreme, complete yeah. the other way, and then go, oh, here's a happy medium. And I feel like we're really stepping into an age which is like, okay, we've done some really extreme things as like a society, mm-hmm. as a world. Where's our happy medium? Mm. So I think it's, yeah, it's going to be really nice. Mm. And that's what balance is, isn't it? It's like a seesaw. 100%. It's like you put weight on one side and then you realise, oh, this other side's got no weight on it. Yeah. You put some on the other side. You know, it's just like that's just the way equilibrium works Yeah. in everything, in nature, mm. in, in life, in everything. It's just that sacred balance. Mm. Yeah, so really looking so, forward to just not posting every day. I've, just, mm. I've been doing it for the last few months and it's been really beautiful and honestly the the videos that i've been creating the posts that i've been making oh i love your short film thank you yeah if anyone has not like has not watched freya's youtube 
it's, it's just like Freya Haley for yeah, YouTube. Yeah, just it? Freya Haley. Yeah. Um, only one Y and Haley at the end. Yeah. People always get that confused. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I just came up with this short film that I just was like, I'm not going to make... Um, blah, 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 blah. I'm not going to make YouTube videos. I'm just going to make this short film. And it, it the idea came through so strongly that I couldn't put it down. And mm. I ended up creating something that I'm really proud of and that I love watching on mm. repeat. I don't know if that's it's an, it's an, but I'm like, yeah. I, I love this thing. <laughs> it's an art form. Like, yeah. it's one of those things you could easily have, like even playing it if you have like those cafes with the projector screens yeah. and just like playing in the background or the bars kind of Ooh. thing like that would be some really ideas yeah <laughs> um but yeah and, that, and it's really beautiful because now i've been asked to do music videos for people <gasps> i was literally thinking that when i was watching it i was like you're so gonna go into music video That's making oh my goodness well, which perfect. is so funny it's just like the, i listened i stopped and i listened to myself and i said you know mm-hmm. what youtube youtube in the way that i was doing it isn't for me before i'm still gonna be able to create vlogs if i want to and do a sit down video about life or whatever if I want to but the churning it out wasn't for me and now mm-hmm. I've realized you know what I still have all of that beautiful creative and energy in me and I love creating videos but you know what I love fucking doing music videos yeah. I love making things on time I love doing creative little short short films and stuff like that and I've now had these offers come to me because I've I've realized that it wasn't working for me and made yeah. that space and it just naturally that's what in. happens hey as soon yeah. as you like follow your alignment even if it feels a bit off the like the right path that you're meant to yeah. be doing as soon as you're like no no what's right for me everything just like aligns in and it's just like boom and you're like oh why didn't i do this before like why didn't i just I follow my my little inkling <laughs> i know and I, I didn't listen to this feeling for like mm. three years as well like i was like no i need to show up on yeah. on youtube like i need to this is like i had a lot of fear but also look at the skill set you've probably picked up from exactly. doing exactly and the context that i have and all the amazing people that i've met which is yeah. really cool so you know i'm not disappearing off the face of the earth or anything like that i'm i'm not just going to be like i'm quitting social media and moving to a cave um, <laughs> <laughs> but i am changing the way that i do it and it feels so so right for me for people really looking to dive into discovering just their own empowerment like self-love you have a really beautiful resource called the self-love club mm-hmm. and I'd love to you to just like explain your process beyond creating that because I always find that really fascinating mm-hmm. and how you chose what to put in it and mm-hmm. yeah what people are going to experience if they feel like using that as a resource so thank you for asking <laughs> it's like my little baby yeah um so the love club was first conceived um <laughs> He's literally my baby. Um, Yeah, it was first conceived in 2020, beginning of 2020. Um, I was doing a course um, called Create Your Own Course because I just really felt called to making one. I was like, this, I really want to make one. Maybe about self-love, maybe about dance. I'm not 100% sure yet. And there was this meditation during the course that basically was finding your purpose and finding what you're here to talk about and to share about. It was a really beautiful guided meditation. Along the meditation, it's um, we were asked to feel into our younger self and to feel into what they needed back then, you know, and I just had this, like, vision. And it was, like, <laughs> this overwhelming... Um, this overwhelming sense of love and gratitude for myself. And I just started crying tears of joy because I was like, baby Freya never had that. I, I, I was so insecure. Every single day I really hated myself and I didn't want to be here. Like I'd given mm. up on life, on everything. And, and to see myself now and to know myself now and to know the stark contrast between how much joy I get nowadays, even in my low points nowadays, mm. you know, how much more alive I am. In that moment I was like, 
I have so many tools and so many things that I've learned on this journey to accepting myself that I want to share with other people and that I don't just want to share here and here and here and here little snippets of it like I want to create an offering that's got all of it in it as well it's kind of a similar framework to the stuff that I do in my retreats but obviously retreats weren't happening so I had all this Mm. in me that was like can we get out yeah. can we be in the world um, so then nine months later the love club popped out and um <laughs> I often call it a journey of self-acceptance more than self-love because self-love to me is self-acceptance yeah because you're not gonna love yourself all the time like mm. I just don't think that that is particularly human like deeply love and admire you know there's gonna be times in your life where you're just like I'm not feeling great. Like I'm not feeling great in my body or where I'm at in my life and I'm feeling a bit ungrounded, but learning how to accept that and to be at peace with yourself during those times as well. So the Love Club focuses on five different sections. There's the first section, which is introspection, which is all about, you know, shadow work and getting to know yourself and learning to accept all of those icky parts of yourself Mm -hmm. and then the second section is gentleness so learning how to be kind to yourself third section is empowerment it's all about discovering how to be embodied in yourself loving your physical expression and feeling empowered in your sensuality and stuff like that just because that was stuff that was quite personal for me yeah the fourth section is the higher self section so using mindfulness and stuff to deepen self-love and self-acceptance practices and the fifth section is self-care so it's all about like boundaries and Mm. and integrating um self-love into a daily lifestyle and healthy habits and stuff like that i love that there's five too because five's like the number of freedom yeah as well yeah so t- yeah yeah it, that came to me as well when i was doing that first meditation i was like these are the five themes yeah because in my life those are the five themes that have like molded themselves into my little self-love journey mm. so big humongous self-love journey i should say yeah. um <laughs> but yeah i think for the the people that have done it so far i've received incredible feedback Oh, it's been it's been very amazing because initially I was like, who the heck are yeah. am I to talk about this? Like, because I was getting major imposter syndrome and being like, I don't even love myself like all the time. Like, who am I to say this? Who am I? I'm not qualified. I didn't study psychology, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> and again, that is something that I reiterate in the course. It's like, these are just things that have helped me. Mm. And some things are going to work for you. And some things you're going to be like, hell to the nah. You know, but I think that's part of too, like discovering, yeah, what you don't like doing and what doesn't work and what does. But I feel like too, what you put out generally on like social media or like online, people would be able to like people who are similar. Not that everyone's mm. the same, but people who are like have that similar energy are probably going to be attracted exactly. to you and then to do that course. Yep. And they're probably are like probably more likely to find those work. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's what I've mentioned in the course a few times. It's like you're only going to be drawn to what you're drawn to. Mm. And I really encourage people in the course to both listen to their intuition and set boundaries. Like if, if you're not feeling like you can do a certain workshop in the course that day, don't bloody do it. Yeah. Like I'm not sitting there marking you on it like it's your journey you do what works for you yeah and that's something that I really love to reiterate because I think quite often and I was as you were saying before self-love is trending and that's awesome Mm. but I feel like there is a tendency to blindly go into it Mm. and to go into it being like I have to do this every day and putting pressure on yourself instead of being gentle and listening to what you actually want yeah and that can work sometimes that can work really well in certain scenarios but um, I think that just happens though because our society is set up in like a high pressure system. Mm-hmm. Like everything, you know, like you should be earning the most money and you should be doing this. Yeah. And like, so of course, when we just turn our attention to e- even something as beautiful as like self love, mm-hmm. we just instantly like 
transfer that way of thinking to that as well yeah which I think then maybe initially you go into that but then as you dive into deep like dive deeper into it then you can un- like unpeel that mm. and then turn like the gentle lens to everything mm. else yeah. yeah I fully agree and I think that you know like literally everyone's journey is just going to be totally different some yep. people could find self-love by being really into cooking mm. or ASMR yeah or random shit that isn't my vibe you know whereas I found that deep self-love through dancing and through meditation whereas Mm. other people could find that stuff unbearable yeah and like it could make them feel worse about themselves like you never know (laughs) but for me that's been like like, that Freya made me dance and now I feel so bad (laughs) well you never know like and as well I can only share from what I know but yeah I think we are going through a collective trauma right now a collective global trauma like there's so much happening so rapidly that I don't think we are all well maybe we are processing it but it's it's a lot yeah and I think that I often forget that that's what's happening right now and sometimes I'll just feel weird for no reason and then I'm like Mm. oh wait a minute shit's going down Mm. like (laughs) I do too I get like kind of dippy weak sometimes and I just feel so like so bad so depressed and I'm like nothing is wrong with my life technically Mm. but like it's just that collective energy is just going through that perfect time to have like to bring in the self-love club too so people have that yeah as a resource yeah and it's just like worked out so beautifully and I'm, I'm just so proud of it and everyone that mm. messages me I, I sometimes get paragraph long emails being like oh. this has helped me in this way or I had this one message once with this girl was like I do the love club and then I talk to my therapist about it and <sighs> process everything and I'm like wow that is exactly what's perfect because you're getting yeah. professional help and also doing something that feels aligned to you and that's something I really really encourage yeah it's just been so beautiful and I light up a little bit talking about yeah. it like, <laughs> if baby Freya had this like to just be like oh my goodness oh my god like I just when I think back to my younger self she could see me today she would not even believe it like she was she was ready to die like well that's a bit dark sorry but she was we've had a lot like it's been really interesting so far like this the fourth podcast but um the last two they've shared like um Sam and Gab have shared to you like hitting that real dark point where you're like I could just die Mm. Mm. and then like yeah it's crazy how like how prevalent that is like how we all go through that to quite a large extent yeah but yeah it's just how to like unpeel back from that but yeah if she could see you now (laughs) I know she wouldn't believe it yeah but yeah um jumping on what you said just then something that I really find actually quite comforting when I'm in those low points I've been like the darkest of dark Mm. maybe like three or four times in my life probably three yeah three or four times in my life and something that I always find really comforting is like you're not alone in that like everyone feels the same way not everyone feels exactly what you feel right now, but at mm. some point, every single human goes through the full range of human yeah. emotions or the, or the whole spectrum of feeling. You can feel totally alien in that as well. Mm. Like when I've been really depressed, I just feel alien. Like I'm like, why? Um, what am I doing here? What is this world? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I would love to see people being more authentic in everyday life. And that's something that I do on social media is bring bring that vulnerability. Like mm. if your girl's having a breakdown, like <laughs> You're I'm, all gonna know about it. Yeah, yeah. I post myself crying more than I post a hot bikini pic nowadays. It's pretty funny. Um but you know that's just that's what feels right to me and that's that's where I feel seen and I feel like back to the social media thing. Like mm. what is what is social media? Like it's a platform that we can use to connect with people. What is connection? Connection is vulnerability and open-heartedness. Mm. And the more that we can meet that platform with that, 
the more fulfillment we're going to find from the platform. I don't think that social media is explicitly detrimental. I think it can be, and I think it very well turns out to be. I think it's just be. how you use it. Like, it's, it's exactly like they would say, like, it's it. a tool. It's oh. always a tool. Look at us. Boom. <laughs> but so true. It's a tool. Just don't let the tool use you. Yes. Like, you're in control Ooh. of it. Yeah. You're the captain of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. So, you have lots of, like exciting things in the future i always love to ask people like what's your biggest wildest dream yeah. and i know these change like you know you might be sitting here be like my biggest wild dream is this and then might be new year's time we check back in it's completely different mm-hmm. but for at this point in time what's your like yeah your just craziest thing that you're like i'm heading towards that and it's just like it's powering you in the background yeah okay mm. craziest biggest wildest dream is yeah. definitely living in the full forest one with the land nothing like full like mm. maybe with like a group of people obviously you don't want to be like alone in the bush forever yeah. but being, being able to live <laughs> off the land being able to know every single plant on a personal basis being able to know what you can eat what you can use what to like, i would just i I would just I dream of just being able to live fully in nature. Mm-hmm. And I think from there there's so many different branches that trickle out of that where I'm like I would love to have a property where I'd be able to explore permaculture and I would love to <laughs> buy blocks of land and to totally regenerate native Australian forest. Mm-hmm. I would love to learn about bush tucker and what foods I can eat. Like there's so many I think for me, my driving force has and always will be deep connection to nature. Like that is when I look at the deepest part of myself, that is what I crave a hundred percent. And I think I've got some other dreams as well. Yeah. 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 I can talk about them all if you want, but (laughs) I I, love dreams. I feel like that's always where the magic is as well. I agree. Feel free to list like a few of your dreams. Yeah. (laughs) Like why not? Speak it into like, speak it in. Yeah. Um, I think, um, my, five years scope of plan i was talking to my mum about this the other day um yeah very cute she's like now freya what's your five-year plan she doesn't, she doesn't sound like that she'd be very offended if i take on like this like old or like in a posh voice i'm like but i'm telling you so i'm like okay they didn't actually tell you that but it sounds better for the story yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's giving a little bit of like character building. yeah um yeah um basically like what i really want to do is i want to do dance therapy Mm. like it's just my thing it, it just comes naturally to me and what that looks like is doing um either a counseling course or a degree in psychology um studying and therefore being able to bring my dance into it and being a dance counselor a dance yeah. therapist i would love to open up my own studio and yeah. do yoga and energetic healings and also dance therapy there really really love to do that I'd when love you to say continue. that i can like imagine you having like your little hut and then this like just like beautiful big hall like around all the trees and it's like made out like in the trees yeah and made like, sustainably yeah. all off grid like that is it yeah that is that is what is happening yeah. <laughs> it's coming it's coming in red hot um so that and the retreats and maybe even videography on the side like i just there's just so much that i'm passionate about and i'm very fortunate in that i've got so many different avenues that i could potentially explore mm. i feel like a explore rather i feel like there's quite a few people that just don't know anything but mm. i know too much i'm like oh my god this just i feel <laughs> the same but i think it's like once people connect to that it's limitless yeah. because that's that is our natural energy it's yeah. limitless like it's abundant there's so much yes. of it like yeah. you can't yeah you don't have, to have just one dream yeah exactly. <laughs> have all of them exactly. and, and as, as as you mentioned before as you grow and evolve like those are going to shift and morph and change like yeah 
like five years ago, I wanted to be a lawyer. Like, who 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 would see that nowadays? Who would <laughs> who would foresee that I would be just chilling out, being a little forest fairy? Like, and I think that the more that you know yourself, and the more you know every single part of yourself as well, like every single corner of your being, the more you can mm. understand what actually drives you, yeah, and what you're passionate about, and what lights you up. so exciting (laughs) yeah I'm super excited for it yeah so we'll see how that all pans Mm. out but I'm I'm probably going to start studying like within the next year I really want to make the space for it because I'm so passionate about it I've always wanted to help others Mm. I think I think that comes quite naturally to a lot of people that have been through harsh trauma because it well Harsh trauma any trauma is kind of harsh isn't it Mm -hmm. when you understand the full for the full scope of how dark things can go and how lost you can get. It's like, you don't want anyone to feel that. Of mm. course you want to help people. So I feel like that's quite common. I remember seeing this TikTok. It was like, it was like a, I love TikTok. It's so yes. funny. I'm picking up on that. I'm picking a few like TikTok strands yeah. in there. Yeah. I'm just like, I've been loving it recently. I've just hopped on the bandwagon. It's so funny. I love this silly app. Yeah, there's this TikTok that was like, tell me you're a survivor of childhood trauma without telling me you're a survivor of childhood trauma. And then she was like, I'm a therapist. <laughs> so funny. I was like, stop it. But yeah, those are my dreams. Super into them. Yeah. What are yours? Oh, ooh la la. Do you want to switch a room? No, I know. Surprise. Yeah. Uh, I have a few too, and they've definitely, this interest, they definitely changed. Like when I first started like doing art full time, my, it was very business orientated. It was yeah. like, I want to be a global art business, like a multi-million dollar art business by mm-hmm. the time I'm 30. Mm-hmm. But then as I progressed like through doing what I'm doing, it's like, oh no, I don't actually technically need to be a multi-million dollar business. I just want to reach as many people as that resources would reach. Or yeah. I just want to like have that access to resources. Like I don't have to own them, but I can like help that. Yeah, be a part of that as a co-creation. Yeah. yeah. But mine is generally just yet yeah, to help reconnect like as many people to their own magic and sparkle and like their inner creativity like and as, as long as I can just like hit as many people as possible like mm-hmm. I'm really happy well isn't that what you're doing right now 100 yeah <laughs> I mean, so it's fantastic. like you've got some like really exciting times yeah I can't wait. I'm always like I'm so happy to be here yeah. for this time like it's so turbulent okay but I'm like there's so much magic coming yeah. out of this like it feels so powerful yeah yeah I think half the time I'm like why was I born now uh, aren't I meant to be born like in like ancient Ireland or something yes. like why am I here and then I'm like actually you know what now has TikTok and TikTok is cool <laughs> you know, I, was like, I actually really like being alive right now yeah. so where can people follow your journey follow your magic making your short films your dancing your courses where are the best places for people to go to find them yep so you can find moi on, <laughs> on Instagram so it's Freya Haley just F-R-E-Y-A-H-A-L-E-Y say it faster for the people in the back <laughs> um, I'm also on YouTube um, I'm quite spacey on YouTube as I mentioned before you can also find my art on um, Instagram it's just Freya Haley art mm. um, oh yeah a little like side tension I love your owl painting thank you just you. did that was really cool oh, I love it too yeah. it just like it's one of those paintings where you just get in the flow of it and something else comes out mm. like you don't know what's happening but all of a sudden you're drawing all these weird random circles and you're like what the fuck am I creating yeah. and then you finish <laughs> and you're like oh I actually really love it yep it's Art so in funny that <laughs> I know right it's like you start it and you're like yeah this is great and then you get to the middle and you're like what the actual fuck am I doing I've ruined it yeah ah, and, and then you're like and you're, like, yeah. <laughs> it's a you're like, oh, it all matches in. Yeah, exactly. 
and thank you, thank you. I've I really love doing owls. If they mm. were one of the first things I painted back in art class, circa two thousand and bloody twelve or something like that. Yeah, I but love little owlies. Yeah, they've always come through quite strongly for me. And mm. it's funny, I've been doing those little swirlies on other paintings now, and I just love them. Yeah. I love them. I really can't wait to um. Like I, I really feel drawn to visual art at the moment, mm. and continuing painting and painting more often um so yeah you can find me there and to keep up to date with like events and retreats and love club stuff you can go to my website freyahaley.com um and you can sign up for my mailing list on there i don't send emails very often at all so you won't get spammed um (laughs) but occasionally i'll be like hey i'm bringing out a course or i'm bringing out a dance workshop so i do lots of stuff through there i do lots of live free workshops as well and oh beautiful and um Oh, yeah, that's something as well I, I would love to mention is that I do um, scholarship positions for the Love Club, so if you mm. can't afford it, apply for one. I did see that, and I thought it was really lovely to do that. Yeah, yeah. I was very inspired by um, a woman from here, Ella Noah Bancroft. She does these amazing events called The Returning, and she 70% of all tickets are scholarship tickets. Wow. And I just, I'm so inspired by that, so I yeah. kind of copied her little scheme. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a nice scheme to copy, though. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> something quite wholesome mm. and i really love to end this if you'd like with like a poem yes from your book so your poet your debut debut or no debut debut, <laughs> debut poetry book chrysalis and just one, one you feel like resonates to our chat today would be okay. really lovely it's called a quiet letter to me i hope i never lose sight of myself never losing my gratitude remaining eternally humble We are born equals, and to dirt we shall return equal. Fertiliser for Mother Earth's beauties. Why should I believe my life, my soul, my body, to be more valuable than anyone else? Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, on that note, yeah, thank you so much. That's just, like, so magical, so incredible. I really need more words than magical and incredible. But just, like, (laughs) it's a feeling. And I'm sure whoever's listening to this will just like feel the energy through mm. through that little audio. <laughs> yeah, thank you thank so you. much. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. It's been such an honour yeah. to come here, to come hang out, to giggle a lot and to, yeah, just talk on a big tangent. Yeah. It's been awesome. Love it. Awesome. Sweet. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to episode four of Making Magic Real. It honestly means the world. And yeah, as I said at the start, I absolutely love doing this. If you'd like to share this passion project of mine on socials or even better, just tell a friend about it, that would be incredible. (laughs) And I hope you're having a lovely day and sending you all the magic and all the love. (laughs) See you next time.